0: 16 minutes it is uh, before 9 pm. Under the microscope this evening, taking a look at uh, the impact of COVID 19 on domestic workers. And joined now on the line by Mepi Nkimashiani. Do you want to Thank you very much for taking time out uh, to speak to us this evening and uh, maybe I think it's a good place to start because uh, I think uh, many a time uh, I've certainly spoken to you and uh, some of your own uh, representatives from your organization and some of your fraternal organizations. It's been about... Uh, some of the occupational uh, health and safety legislation in South Africa and the exclusion of domestic workers. And uh, I'm already thinking with COVID-19, one of the big issues is also going to be about sick leave. It's also going to be about people who contract the virus in their workplaces, which happen to be the private homes of many of uh, the employers in this particular sector. Uh, You still haven't been able to sort out the COIDA issue with the Department of Employment and Labor. Uh, Does that make, I guess, the risk and the vulnerability of your members even more heightened at this point?
1: Yes, that's true. That makes life very difficult for domestic workers. Mm. As you speak, domestic workers have been sent home with nothing. They were told to go home, the employers will call them back. And I'm telling you, not all of them will be called back. Mm. And when the president spoke yesterday, he didn't specify anything about domestic workers. I listened to his speech again and again. It doesn't say anything about domestic workers. It's talking about the vulnerable firms, vulnerable workers, but it's not saying anything. And we are a, a sector like no other sector. We wanted to hear it from him hmm. that mm-hmm. domestic workers will be protected during this time. Many of them are not registered, even with UIF. And they are not going to be paid for the days that they are home. Mm. They were sent home. They didn't ask for this. The employer saying, you're going to make us sick. We are traveling by buses and taxis off. better if you stay at home. And we still have other domestic workers whose employers are keeping them in their houses. They are refusing them to go to their families at home. They say if they go home, they will make them sick. They must go forever. Mm, 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 mm. And,
0: and and I guess what what then becomes the impact uh, you know it might, might sound like a, a very obvious question that I'm asking here but uh, some of the people might not be familiar with what then happens I mean if you send home as a domestic worker paid as you are uh, for the work that you do uh, the no work no pay principle what does that mean then in the homes and uh, in the households uh, that many of these uh, domestic workers support
1: that means that Poverty is taking place. Domestic workers are starving. There are those who are aiming on hand. When I work today, I get 200 rand, or about 150 a day. There's nothing. There's no 200 rand that I can buy bread for my children. I'm sent home with nothing. I'm seated there. I'm not registered with UIF. When people are going to apply, maybe they will be using their UIF ref numbers or whatever mm-hmm. that they're going to use at the labor department. What am I going to use because I'm not registered? And the president didn't even say anything about
0: me. Hm mm mm to- Talk to me just briefly, um, you know, about, I guess, the, the UIF issue, because many people are suggesting, well, you know, the president's already announced that the UIF will be able to come in and support. You've already said uh, that some of the workers won't be able to be supported uh, by the Unemployment Insurance Fund, but, uh, and many of those that have been sent home won't be able to come back. What, what happens to some of those? I mean, one would think that there, there are some domestic workers who would have a contract with their employers. Uh, what would uh, some of those contracts say about instances like this? Uh, where for no reason of the employer or even the worker themselves, uh, uh, the work is unable to happen?
1: You know, most of the contracts that domestic workers are signing, the employers are not giving even, even copies to them. They say, I've got a contract with my employer, but I don't have a copy. The employer is keeping that contract. For so domestic workers, don't have contracts with the employers that are having the contracts. office, there are no use for domestic workers to say, I have a contract with these people. The only thing that you're going to do, will look after the 18th. Uh, the 16th or the 18th when uh, workers are supposed to go back to work after that 21 days. If the employers are not calling the domestic workers back to work, then we have to take the cases to CCNA of and missiles and uh, there will be lots and lots of cases that we're going to take. The others are going to take to the labor department for UIF.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, Auspink, I want us maybe to uh, pause here for a second. Uh, hold the line for me and uh, we're going to take a quick spot break. When we come back, uh, we'll continue our conversation. And I'd also like to hear from you uh, uh, how are you are relating to some of the people that assist you day in, day out, and uh, uh, the uh, people that work in your homes. What arrangements have you arrived at uh, with uh, some of those folk? And uh, have you considered the impact that that might have uh, not only on their households, but the entire economy as well you tuned into metro fm talk here on the mighty metro it's nine minutes now before 9 p.m and under the microscope this evening we take a look at the impact of uh, uh, covid 19 on domestic workers and uh, i'm joined on the line by pinky mashiani founder of uh, the united domestic workers of south africa and me pinky i know yourselves as uh, the uh, united uh, domestic workers of south africa and many other civil society organizations have penned a letter uh, to uh, President Sor Ramaphosa after that announcement last night. Just maybe talk us through some of the key uh, requests, key demands uh, within that particular letter, especially as they relate to domestic work.
1: Yes, well, what we ask from the President is that there must be a fund where domestic workers can claim. Like I said, that others are not registered to the UIF. We we'll need them to claim after this, like all other workers, while they are not registered, we are not covered by COIDA. We spoke about Contestation Fund and we are not covered by that COIDA. So our main demand is a special fund for domestic workers so that they can also benefit uh, through, through this time of this pandemic mm-hmm. coronavirus.
0: Mm-hmm. And I mean, just, I guess the, the other dimension of the issue uh, might not just only be about the fund and uh, assisting some of your workers. What happens if uh, some of your workers get sick? In the workplace, which is the private home of, uh, you know, many people, but uh, the workplace of your members. What what happens there uh, from a screening, testing and uh, monitoring and detection perspective? I'm
1: sorry, I didn't you get your question. So I'm asking, of...
0: Mama, I'm asking Mama, what, what happens if some of your members get sick on the job? You contract COVID-19 on the job, you get it from your bosses, or, or you get yes. it, uh, I guess, in the normal course of doing your work. You don't have coverage through COIDA. What is currently happening in those instances uh, where many working people in uh, domestic work get ill on the job? What what happens then? Aside from just um, knowing that you can't work now and you're not going to earn an income, is there any relief uh, that's then provided?
1: And it's true. Some domestic workers are going to be infected by employers because domestic workers are only working in houses. Mm. Employers are traveling. They will get that virus and give it to the domestic workers, and we cannot claim from, from compensation for, fund because we still have a case in constitutional court to have us included uh, in, in, in COIDA. So that's why we have written that petition to the president that we want a special fund for domestic workers because we want to know where are we going to claim. Because uh, in that Tumamina, there's the, something that he, he sent online, that Tumamina we uh, the, the, spoke about the those workers who are disrupted by the pandemic, uh-huh. but he didn't specify who are those workers. Yes. And we are not sure if we are included there because he was talking about the, some workers mentioning them without mentioning us. So mm-hmm. we want the president to make a fund and tell us that as domestic workers, domestic workers are going to claim from the u uh, i f labor department or there's this special fund that domestic workers will be uh, allocated, mm-hmm. to domestic workers can yeah, claim from. Yeah.
0: The other dimension is, of course, uh, yes, you might be working uh, or your workplace might be the homes, of uh, your employers, but uh, you also travel considerable distances from your own homes to get to your workplaces. With the shutdown now, uh, I'm assuming that uh, some of your members will continue to still work. uh, And, uh, I I mean, I'm sitting here... Uh, saying yes, of course, with the shutdown, that might not be possible or might not be feasible. But uh, many of them currently, even with the spread, uh, even before we get to the shutdown, are already using public transport to travel uh, to their workplaces. There's also that kind of risk as well. Uh, so one would think, Mayor uh, Pinky, that uh, you would also want in that relief fund uh, to also consider people who might contract the disease during the commute between uh, their workplace. Yes,
1: sir. That's true. We, we want that fund to cover all those because domestic workers are exposed to to contracting the disease in, in different ways. At mm-hmm. work, in if, if, yeah, transport, they are traveling with. Uh, and another thing I also want to raise is that some employers have, have locked their domestic workers in their home, saying that they won't go until April. They must sit there. While the employer is seated with her children, her husband, the domestic workers are supposed to sit there, leaving their children alone at home. If no one to take care of them.
0: And you also want the president to look at that matter. Yeah, yeah. Last one, maybe before I let you go, you know, often people say do not waste a good crisis or do not fail to put to good use any crisis that you are faced with. This is a perfect opportunity for our government to really make some firm commitments to domestic workers. If there were two or three things uh, that uh, you would want at the end of this process to really be part of our law, part of our policy, part of how... Uh, we regulate the working relationship between domestic workers and their employers. What would those two or three things be?
1: The dignified work, better working condition for domestic workers. We are not saying best because we know that best is, is another way. Mm. But we want the better working conditions for domestic workers uh, and and dignified work for domestic workers. And we want coida. We demand coida.
0: Mama, thank yeah, you, I will be, yeah. you will
1: not be complaining about a you issue included in COIDA because you knew that if domestic workers contacted the police at work, they were going to claim from COIDA.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you very much, Mepi uh, Inki and uh, certainly wish you all the best, and uh, we uh, certainly hope that uh, you'll get a response uh, from the Presidents. Have you received any at this point? Or I mean, we do know that you sent this letter today, but have you if received any? You haven't?
1: No. We haven't received anything. We don't know whether he will
0: respond because uh, it's not the first time he doesn't respond to us. Okay, all right. Thank you very much uh, for taking time out to speak to us this evening. Thank you. That there was a Mepi Nki founder of the United Domestic Workers of South Africa, just showing us uh, that uh, even the unresolved systemic issues, I mean, uh, the systemic exclusion, for instance, of domestic workers from Koida. Uh, which is the the, uh, compensation for occupational uh, injuries and diseases that people would uh, contract in the course of their work, uh, is certainly now being showed up. uh, And, uh, uh, I mean, it's quite startling for me. And it speaks volumes about how, you know, uh, even patriarchy embeds how we respond uh, to a crisis like this. Because many domestic workers are deemed invisible, our homes are their workplaces, and uh, it's also a sector largely characterised by the employment of women Um, Is that why it makes it easy for us to maybe overlook it uh, in uh, how we speak about this and in the noise that we make? And uh, it's certainly a welcome development to have the likes of uh, the United Domestic Workers of South Africa and many other formations that represent uh, many of those who work, assist and help out uh, in our homes. And it speaks volumes about our own humanity as a society in how we treat many of those who work uh, in our homes. And uh, certainly I hope... Uh, It's a point of reflection for many of us here and uh, uh, this uh, unresolved matter of COIDA, which is before the Constitutional Court, is uh, certainly going to expose, accentuate and even make more pronounced uh, the fault lines uh, in this very, very vulnerable sector of our economy and uh, a sector not even, of course, at the full level of the national minimum wage. I mean, it's uh, potentially going to be phased in over the next few years or so, but um, you're probably not even getting 20 grand an hour uh, in this particular sector, and if you lose that kind of work, it uh, can certainly have a massive impact on household livelihoods and household uh, poverty. We're going to have to leave it there this evening. The man with the music's already here. He's with you from nine to midnight. We're back with you again tomorrow, as uh, we all. Uh, of course uh, uh, prepare ourselves for the uh, lockdown and the shutdown uh, set to start in earnest uh, this coming friday and we certainly hope that we can continue in the throes and uh, within that lockdown uh, to broadcast to come to you to give you updates and uh, of course to keep you in the loop and keep you informed and uh, certainly yeah stay safe uh, take strength keep the faith and uh, of course, more importantly, let's uh, stay with those protocols that will ensure that we don't contract this disease. You have yourself a great evening. Take strength, Africa. Nangoko, sisai baanga le ekonomi.